Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Ajit, I wanted to start with you. Can you tell me a little bit about your family and how many students you have in the Boise School District? So we have uh, we have two kids, me and one, my wife. We, uh, they go, one goes to uh, North and to BMLC. Back in the spring, that's what Shiva used to be. And Avi went to uh, Highlands Elementary. And he, he was in sixth grade. And Shiva was in uh, ninth grade. Uh, that's when the pandemic started happening here and everything shut down. That's our family. Shiva, can you talk to me a little bit about your experiences with online school and distance learning? Yeah, so back in spring, the way we did online school was every, every day we would have one class and that was a standardized class so for the entire district. So for example, Mondays were English days, Tuesdays I believe were math days. Um, and then for AP classes, we would do those every day, but that was kind of, that was optional. And then over the summer, I took four credits um, of fuel ed online. And that was a little bit different. That was through the fuel education platform, which did have, it did have uh, Boise schools teachers who were teaching that, but they were not, um, we, we would not meet face to face with them. And we did not, we wouldn't get to know them unless we had a question or, or through grading. So it sounds like in your experience, the content platform, the delivery method really does matter. Not all online learning is created equal. Yeah, for sure. I think for fuel ed, especially it was, it was just, it was really unengaging and I was not, I wasn't really drawn to, to, to learn, you know, I, I would just click through the lessons trying to get, trying to get through the class. And that, that was the goal for me. Cause I just want, I was taking English and health and, you know, I just wanted to get them out of the way, but, uh, you know, for, for this year, if I was to do fuel education the full year, it would, it would not work because you know, I actually have to learn that content. And so, yeah, but then when we do it with video face-to-face -face with a teacher, it definitely is, at least for me, a lot better because, uh, because you kind of get that engagement with that teacher and you get to see your, your peers and, um, you know, you feel more connected to the learning process and you can ask questions and everything's a lot more accessible. You know, I know during the Boise School District uh, Board of Trustees, uh, there, there was a meeting uh, at which some other high schoolers, yourself included, testified about concerns about online learning. And there were a few of your peers who testified that they were concerned that if all of this was online, it would affect their ability to either be ready for the job market or be ready for higher education. Is that a concern for you? I mean, yeah, of course, that definitely is. And it's really unfortunate how online learning, I mean, this whole, the pandemic and online learning disproportionately impact, you know, underprivileged students. And um, that's, that's something that the whole world is going through right now. But the thing is, you know, if we go online, you can't, like Veronica said in, in, that, in that testimony, you can't guarantee that, that a student's not going to die. And I mean, you can, you can almost be sure that someone in our district, you know, 26,000 people, someone is going to get coronavirus and not recover. And that, you know, is it really, can, can is the board really able to make that sacrifice that um, to open schools at, at the cost of, of lives, at the cost of countless lives? And so, and I, I think the answer to that is no. And we can, we can wait a year. You know, my dad, when, when he was growing up in Nepal, he went 
a year without without school during the, there was a revolution and he went without school and so then he had to make that up the next year and you know that's that's an unfortunate thing that our whole generation is going to be going through and that's it's true it will it will impact us but i think we can recover from that but you can't recover from from dying so regarding the online school back in uh march april Boise school really didn't have uh, care to do online. So they were scrambling. And then when they did it, you know, it was just very bad experience, I think, for a lot of parents. It gave them a bad taste. I think that's another reason also that people don't want to go online right now. I, though, you know, in the summer, uh, my younger son took uh, online algebra, right? Yeah. And he he started through YouTube, through whatever program they had, teacher, you know, teacher wasn't even there, except when he had questions and stuff. Uh, he, he, he did pretty good. He learned a lot and he aced it. And uh, in that, but he had to work really hard for, for himself. And it was kind of like in the fundamental of that. He had to learn by from YouTube, basically. Yeah, it definitely takes more dedication to learn online yeah. in school. And, and both of your sons are older. It, can you talk to me about the burden for you as, as a working uh, parent, how that has worked out for you and your wife? Yeah, so uh, for Shiva, it's, you know, we they go into computer all the time and study. For Shiva, it was not that hard at all for, for our Avi, so we had to, also it was because of the summer school that we had to ask if, you know, we had to constantly ask that if you're done with homeworks because the summer school was very constrained. So like you had to do three or four hours a day of math, right? And then, so we had to make sure that he was learning and along the, you know, couple in within, several weeks he was pretty good at getting you know by himself so it was so with the connection and everything they were pretty good both of them are and the internet connection getting into youtube learning we didn't have to set up any of that stuff our, our wi-fi was already set up and so they were in that sense it was easy except we had to keep uh we had to keep tab on what they were doing on track of their school right now Previously, the teachers would have done. That's for us. That's that's the only thing. Yeah, you know, and you you testified in favor of Boise School District starting online. You know, knowing the balance between health and education quality. Can you talk to me a little bit about how you came out on the side of starting virtually for for the entire district? Yeah, virtually for okay. From our perspective, we have the internet, we have computers, you know, I work from home, my wife works from home. At least we have somebody, and these kids are, you know, have experience working online. Online in a means that, you know, they do uh, Zoom call, they have gone through, even Highland Elementary, uh, obvious teacher had uh, Google Meet or Google Hangout. So they they were they they knew how to do this thing, 
So with the condition we have, we have to utilize what we have. We have the technology to to study or not to or forego a whole year, right? That's what most of the other countries are doing. Either forego school, they don't have online program because they don't they want to they don't want to send kids into you know in dangerous areas where you you could get COVID and recovery is pretty hard. Uh, like for example, Florida has twenty three thousand cases of kids getting COVID, and in some cases, people kids are dying. We don't know the recovery time, so we can't take that risk. So that's another reason. At least have virtual. They can learn, then not learning at all, right? And then avoid the risk. Do you have any advice for your fellow parents, especially for those with the middle school and high school aged children, as so many of us are getting ready for distance learning? Advice is, you know, get the kids comfortable with the computers. I think they are pretty, they, nowadays kids are pretty advanced, I think. Uh, ask for help from somebody else if they don't have computers, you know, and, uh, or I, I, I think they need to reach out to uh, some of the centers that are providing help if they need help. Uh, and also, uh, I, I guess allocate some time to, you know, keep tab of the kids, make sure that kids, kids don't go off, you know, some bad sites and stuff like that. So they have some protection in, in like for example, we have circle so that we, we, we avoid these kids to go into other stuff and also other sites. And then also we have Ethernet, sorry, Wi-Fi uh, security and other securities we have in our home. Yeah, Shiva, do you have any advice for your fellow students uh, who are getting ready for distance learning? Well, I would say, if, if for my students who are getting ready for distance learning, fellow students, I think that you know it's important that we stay focused and keep our eyes, you know, on the prize. And we're all going through this together, and it's it's really difficult. And sometimes you wake up in the morning, and you're like, I don't really want to study today, and there's no one who's going to tell you, no, you have to study. I mean, except your parents, and even then, maybe not. Um, and it, you know it's not like school, but you have to you have to keep focused, and you have to say, you know, I want that diploma. I want you know I want to, to pass this class, and we're all going through this together. And you just have to remember to to stay focused, and you know do your work. And then also when you go out in public, wear a mask so that we can open schools uh, later, hopefully. Yeah. All right. Hey, thank you both so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, please, Melissa. Thank you. Thank you, Melissa.